This is Benefits Like a Boss. Welcome to the Benefits Like a Boss podcast, supported by Nonstop Administration and Insurance Services. Nonstop is a mission-driven employee health benefits advisor and third-party administrator, and we are committed to building health equity while reducing the cost of health insurance for employers and employees. For information on how to get better benefits for less, visit us at nonstopwellness.com. Hey everyone, welcome to the Benefits Like a Boss podcast. We are so happy to have you joining us today because we are out here searching for those leaders that are making a difference in the world. And of course, you know that I always have one of my wonderful co-hosts with me. And today it is the wonderful and talented Natasha Orozco. Natasha, thank you so much for joining me today. No problem. I'm super happy to be here. Well, we have a really wonderful and warm conversation headed this way. We are bringing to you Samantha Gamblin, the executive assistant and HR consultant of Missouri Highlands Healthcare. And I know that you have had some wonderful interactions with her and the folks there at Missouri Highlands. So talk to me a little bit about Sam. Yeah. So full disclosure, I haven't had the opportunity to really have a kind of a, a conversation outside of, you know, HR and nonstop and collaborating on problem solving a specific member issue. Sure. Um, but what I do know is that when I reach out to her to kind of help navigate a complex, you know, healthcare issue on behalf of a member, she really shows up with a lot of grace and confidence and uh, it's just a really good partner. So yeah. she's thorough and she's responsive and she's easy to work with and she gets her members to resolution pretty quickly. And by members, I mean her staff, right? So our members, nonstop wellness members and her staff. For sure. So that's what I know so far. And I'm really excited to, to get to know her. I love that you mentioned partnerships too, because we are going to dive in a little bit today about partnerships mm-hmm. and why they're so important, mm-hmm. how they help advance innovation, how it's okay to have outside partners to help you create the culture and mission that you are seeking out as an organization. And we're going to talk about partners that really show up. Yeah. Yeah. And unless it just really quickly, I don't know that it's possible to build a successful organization without partners, right? Without the vendor partners, right? Without the folks that you seek out to solve business problems, because in addition to solving very real business problems, they also bring other unforeseen solutions to the table, like positive byproducts, if you will. Yes. And so I, again, I don't know that any one person can do any one thing. Same goes with an organization. I think that it takes a group of really dedicated vendor partners or partners at large to help a successful organization really succeed in accomplishing what they're setting out to do. I think that's a really good point. And let's jump in today. Let's do it. Hey, Samantha, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Um, Hey, before we get started, can I call you Sam throughout the show? You bet. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Well, thanks. Thanks again for being here. Um, We're so thrilled to have you here chatting with us today. Uh, Before we get started, will you share with the listeners what the mission of Missouri Highlands Healthcare is? Yeah, absolutely. So it's a little lengthy, but it is to, (laughs) (laughs) well, we're a fairly qualified health center. So our mission is committed to providing high quality, cost-effective care and services to all patients, regardless of their payer source. Uh, Missouri Highlands places particular emphasis on care provided to uninsured and underinsured patients. Missouri Highlands strives to ensure its long-term fiscal solvency We support programs that improve community health status and that promote healthy behaviors within our population. And Missouri Highlands Healthcare desires to remain an employer of choice in our area. It's beautiful. It really is. So, Sam, I'm really excited to talk with you today in particular uh, because I've had the opportunity to correspond with you as kind of the HR leader in your organization, helping to navigate some specific member issues. And you've done so, so gracefully, and you've been such an interactive partner. And so it, it really is a pleasure uh, for me to, to be able to be here with you today because I really enjoyed our interactions and I've really enjoyed your participation and how involved you are. Um, and so, so we 
with that, I just want to say that the partnership is really important to us. And I'm sure that the partnership is important to you as well. And so, you know, partnerships very obviously are crucial to achieving success as an organization, right? So that's how how organizations are able to do what you guys are able to do, right? That mission that you just outlined and you articulated, um, that really comes through partnerships. It's no one entity. It really takes a kind of a gathering of folks to push forward your mission and all of your objectives. So one particular objective I know is really focusing on, on the health and wellness of your employees. And so focusing on your health insurance partners that you work with, so us and Connell Insurance, and how we're all coming together to help Missouri Highlands achieve this mission for the greater good of the community. I'm hoping that you can talk to us a little bit about having these key partners in place and how that's really changed the way that Missouri Highlands has been able to deliver care to their patients and also really helps you meet that very specific mission and objective of caring for your staff. Originally, the partnership we had for our benefits, we was in a consortium and uh, I had started in the HR management position in 2014 and realized really quickly that that partnership didn't work. It was new to our primary care association. Uh, They were trying to get all community health centers involved. So we actively participated. Obviously the idea behind that was to bring those rates down through everybody because you had more lives through the consortium. So two to three years into that, it just kept becoming more and more costly and it just didn't work. Um, everything becomes more expensive over time and not everybody can afford that. You know, sometimes wages don't increase when everything, the cost of living does in a timely manner. So it really put me in a position to say, I have to figure out a different route. So that partnership didn't work. And when I really got serious, I would say it was about 2018, 2019, to start shopping out different brokers. And lo and behold, um, Connell Insurance Group actually fell into my lap. Um, I got a gentleman who gave me a call one day and I, I kind of got annoyed with some of these phone calls because it almost feels like you're just a piece of bait in the water waiting on the fish to take it. <laughs> oh, I love how you say that. It feels so true. <laughs> um, but when I spoke with this gentleman, I told him really up front, I'm, I'm very candid about everything. So I let him know up front, this is where we're at. This is what we continue to see. We want out of our consortium, but I have to find somebody who understands what we do for our community because that makes sense for what we're going to do internally for our employees. And right away, he, he got it. He understood those challenges that we face because he's not that far from the region that we serve. Um, And he, he, you know, his words to me were the region that your consortium's in will never have low rates because it's really just you guys on your own. We're not in a larger city. We're in a very rural part of Missouri. Um, So from that point, I thought he listened. He's he's not like everybody else who just said, we can do this. This is what it's going to be. We're moving on. Um, So that really start kind of built, started that foundation, so to speak. Um, we knew right away that we could be candid with one another. And this is what I was looking for. And if that wasn't what I was going to get, I wasn't going to say we would like you to be our broker for Missouri Highlands. So I think that was key in innovating that partnership. It's great. Yeah, for sure. That transparency, right? Being able to kind of level set and be just vulnerable and honest with one, with one another, right? What is and what can't be and what we're looking Mm -hmm. for and what we can't deliver and what we can deliver. I think that's really important in any partnership. I think that that's uh, trust building so that I'm sure right after kind of your initial conversations, you were able to see, you know, Connell insurance is kind of a transparent, you know, potential partner and that helps to build rapport, I think. Right. And and that's what it sounds like. So, so, With regards to Connell Insurance, right, kind of staying on the subject. So we have a real match of mindset with Connell Insurance, wanting to deliver insurance that really does promote equitable access to care for employees. You talked a little bit about the year over year increases that get really difficult to navigate uh, when you're not necessarily at the provider level. Right. Um, Which most of us are not. So and and even some providers may be able or, you know, may find it hard to kind of navigate that as well. So cost, you know, inflation of everything goes up 
up, especially healthcare, right? Absolutely. Right. Oh my God. Um, so I'm wondering how did this partnership elevate the health benefits that you were offering to your staff and why are these key partnerships so important to the organizations to explore in order to innovate and grow? And maybe not just for health insurance, but, but really all of your key partnerships, hoping you can touch a little bit on that. I guess the best way I can answer that is prior to us joining McConnell, I had actually, um, already had us with nonstop wellness. And so that was another key piece to this is like, Hey, we already have this, this, this is really working and you have to make this work with the package. So they did, they did, I think like miracle work. (laughs) (laughs) They was able to see it in a different way. I think than our consortium was, um, and move that forward. So just bringing those key pieces together. They knew what we wanted. We knew how to work with them. And then going forward with saying, okay, now we have to lay this out. We have to convince a board of directors that we need a new broker. This is what we're doing. This is how our rates are going to be lowered. This is actually the options they're bringing to us, which was way more than what we was even seeing in the consortium because they were, I felt like privately seeking for us Yeah, uh, just to make this all work instead of well, hey, this works best for these large cities. Mm, mm-hmm. So it worked. I mean, obviously, we're, we're at today talking about this because it did work in the end. And I think the leadership here at Missouri Highlands really takes a spin on being innovative, stepping outside of our comfort zone and saying, if we don't try it, we'll never know. Oh, I love that. So good. So brave. Yes, brave. And I think that's where we was at. It was it wasn't just a matter of morale and retention. It was a matter of finances, too, for our company. Oh, sure. And, and if we didn't think outside the box and say, this is how it's going to have to be, or we're going to have to push for this, mm. I don't know where we'd truthfully be with our benefits at this point in time. But I see that in a lot of ways with our leadership with Missouri Highlands. If it is not a fit for us, we're not cookie cutter. Yeah. We can't just say yes to everything. That's right. And we have to really stand our ground and say, okay, this works, but this is what's going to work best for us and yes how can we make this work all together as a team with the the partnerships that we have involved yeah i love that so much so sam out of total curiosity um because you talked a little bit about the fiscal impact so it's not just retaining it's not just the morale but it's the finance piece because let's be really honest that's the linchpin to a lot of the work that we do right you're not able to serve your your community if you don't have the funds to do that, the financial bandwidth. So previous to Connell and Nonstop Wellness, what did your renewals look like? Was it presenting a huge insurmountable challenge? Maybe I just answered the question you can elaborate or, you know, maybe they were great. I don't know, (laughs) Sam. What were they? What did it look like? Yeah. So it was astronomical. I'm I'm glad you asked this. This is like a a pride piece for me and my team here. Yeah, it it, it really is. So, you know, year to year, we were seeing an increase 2%, 6%, 6%, 9%, all the way up to 11%. Wow. <laughs> and when you have an 11% increase, and at that time we had less than 150 employees, you can only imagine what those premiums were. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely astronomical. So 2019, we joined nonstop. 2020, we joined Connell. In 2020, we've seen the rate decrease. We actually had seen a, like a 2% decrease, um, but then 2021 came around, kind of hovered around the same, which was fine. 2022, this is the pride year for us. We <laughs> absolutely, it actually came in a negative 2.9%. Wow. We had no catastrophes in the last year with our employees, so that helped. Um, and we also implemented within our own organization a preventative screening policy, encouraged folks to, hey, take your screenings, go out there, get checked, make sure you're on everything you need to be on that keeps you healthy because this will help our rates. Yeah. We actually saved to the tune of $119,464.28 in 2020. Ooh, down to the cents. That's a one month savings for us. That's amazing. Absolutely. Win all around, right? Absolutely win all around. Oh my gosh. All the way around. They, they presented us a big check and everything. It was fun. Oh, <laughs> I love it. How fun. That's so great. I'm so glad you talked about the fiscal component of this because it is huge. But I do want to kind of stick on this just for one more question here. And 
I want to ask like philosophically a little bit here as well. Um, cause God, what a huge financial win. Um, I, I know there's another win in here for you. What, what really has like offering first dollar coverage for employees? What is it? What has that portion of it meant for you and your leadership team? Huge. Um, it, it caveats right into that preventative screening plan, you know, yeah. um, before we offered nonstop wellness to be truthful, staff are like, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm fine. I don't need this. Cause once I get in there, they're going to say, Hey, I need to come back because I got to have labs drawn or I got to come back in. That's a copay. And yeah. now they go in, there's no cost for your preventative, but if they are said are told to come back, Hey, you know, get your labs done. Their cost is completely covered up to a certain amount and their out of pocket expenses just drastically went down. And to know that my employees are getting the coverage they need so desperately because we're we're in the business of healthcare and we are yeah, our worst that's patients. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm sure you hear that a lot when you do these podcasts, but it is the truth. And what it doesn't make sense for us to not take care of ourselves or taking care of our communities. So as an employer, we have to take care of our employees to take care of that community. And I've never heard anything negative about it. That's great. That's the best answer I can give. It's very much appreciated. That's that's wonderful. It must feel so good to be able to do this for the community health center and also for the staff. So uh, thanks for touching on that. Um, I, I really think that's such a key component of it as, as well. Can I just say really quickly? During the pandemic, we right every we were at home doing the things right. So if you're a mom, you're at home working, you know, schooling the kid, doing the things. But self care and focusing on oneself really fell by the wayside. So what I loved is that refocus back on you can only take care of others if you're taking care of yourself. Yeah, I love that you have that as a mantra, and I love that you say that out loud and that you encourage your employees to do that. That is so important because it makes that service that you provide that much richer and it comes from a strength-based individual versus a person that's really struggling to take care of themselves. The quality of care probably reflects that. So good on you for doing that. Yeah, that's an area that I don't think anybody that in the the working healthcare world, like I'm okay, I'm taking care of other people, but you're you're 100% correct. You can't take care of anybody if you're not 100% there. Um, so that comes from the top down um, with our CEO. You know, she always says your self-care and your family come first. This is this is your job. And we yeah. want you to present the best present you can be. Mm, that's so good. I have to be honest, like a lot of the community health centers that we work with um, that are innovative and really truly believe in the missions that they're serving I hear that all the time, Natasha, you can probably back that up too, is that leadership top down, just full on believe in care for staff and for community. It's just, it's just all one in the same, um, you know, and I, th- I think that's why nonstop resonates so highly with community health centers. Um, and, and it's just like, it's just such a good fit for us um, and, and for the community health centers. So I, Sam, I want you to talk a little more. You touched on the preventative screening um, policy that you instituted, and I would love for you to kind of dig into a little bit of this. And, and I have to say, if you're a leader listening to this podcast right now, I want you to really take a moment to listen into this and what they're doing and really consider instituting this in your own organization. I, I just think this is so, it has so many components to care that are going to drive down the cost of your health care talking you know sam talked about that 2.9 percent decrease um you know the health of your employees and and really utilizing the care that's available to you and and pushing folks to do that so can you please just share with folks listening in um what this is all about and why you've done this and why it's it is so important to you and the leaders the the background behind it it's actually kind of strange so Part of those partnerships we have is we work with many other entities, and one of those entities is called Show Me Healthy Women. And Show Me Healthy Women is a program that helps women with financial costs to make sure they get their mammograms and their cervical screenings each year if they're they're insured or underinsured. And actually, I I talked to the gal who kind of oversees the program, and she said, hey, do you have anything for your employees in-house? Because we would love to help your employees that are not insured. 
um, because they can't afford it. Mind you, this was back when that was all going on. If you can come up with a policy, maybe we can help you in some way to roll this out. So everybody's getting the care they need, even if they're uninsured, still employed by Missouri Highlands. Great. And that got my wheels to turn in. And um, me and the marketing gal, we, we sat down and we just kind of pulled some basic policies. Like, what, what do people do? I've never really heard of a preventative screening policy. Like, how do you get away with that? Yeah. How, how do you make this work? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, the idea was everybody likes money. <laughs> yeah. True. True. <laughs> Let's make it a drawing. Let's make it fun. Let's yeah. make it to where they're benefiting not only for their health, but they're benefiting. Maybe they'll come out a little bit more in the end with a little bit of pocket change to spend on something fun for the day. Yeah. And just overall, you know, it, it just kind of flourished from there. So the policy is real simple. Um, we say, go and get your screenings. You take off for the day. We're going to pay you for the day to take off. Yes. You just have to get that work excuse turned in so we know that's what you were doing. Yep. Um, turn that doctor's excuse in. You're going to be putting a raffle each quarter for a $100 gift card of your choice. And it went off like wildfire. Wow. <laughs> I can only imagine. Um, it was just that extra. You know, people are like, oh, it's a Friday. It's nice outside. I could probably get in. They're getting a whole day to go do this. Yeah. And in turn, possibly $100 in their pocket, so to speak. And in turn, the bigger picture here is our rates are slowly decreasing. Yeah. And I think that's why we didn't have a catastrophic year in 2021, because we've never initiated anything like this before. And I don't see it ever going anywhere. It's been a huge benefit. Um, even the Show Me Healthy Women gal, she gal who oversees it, she's like, uh -huh. this is a really great initiative, she said, and look where yeah. it's taken you. Um, so that was kind of a nice, if it wasn't for them, I don't think we ever would have thought about this. And, you know, I, to my knowledge, there is no employees who are uninsured or not insured if it's not through Missouri Highlands, obviously a spouse or some sorts of that. But sure. I, I do. I really think this just hit, hit the ground running and it's every quarter we send a reminder out in our newsletter to say, hey, don't forget, turn yeah. that in. It could be money in your pocket. You know, you could be the only one. You might be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would be researching all of the preventative maintenance I could do each month. I'm like, are there 12? So I would um, encourage anything similar and Obviously, I'd be happy to share with what we created with anybody who would need that, too, that might be listening. That's awesome. Thanks, Sam. So two things here. Number one, if I ever move to Missouri, I'm going to I'm going to look on your website for available openings to your organization. Yeah. Okay. We have lots of them. Okay. So just keep that. Um, and then the, the second thing is that at the beginning of this conversation, I said, I'm excited to chat with you because you are right. You are involved. You are a participant. You are a partner and you truly care. And everything that you just outlined demonstrates that. hundred percent. And um, I love it. I have a huge smile on my face, right? I love that you you do this with creativity, enthusiasm, but you do it with the employee central, right? The central to all of this is their health and wellness. Yes. So I really want to applaud that. So this program is very obviously incredible. It's touching, it's moving. It really just is so inspiring. And it leads me into something else that's also very inspiring. And it's a benefit to Missouri Highlands employees is pay time off. I'm hoping yes. that you can talk to us a little bit about the six weeks given to salaried employments, uh, employees rather, and then the hourly employees, nine. 90 days in uh, to their employment. I've heard from around the way that you're very proud of this. Yes. And I just really want you to highlight these accomplishments because once again, if I ever start working there, I'm going to take advantage. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually like a pre-interview for Natasha. And I in yeah, case exactly. We so moved to Missouri. So I'll send you gals some job descriptions. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Thank you. We're always looking to expand our marketing yeah. with Why not? Why not? <laughs> oh so yeah, you're correct. Correct. Um, this whole, you start with a company and after, if you're an hourly employee, you put your 90 days in, you're going to start accruing time to where you get six weeks off per year. It's amazing. You start it as a salary individual that starts immediately. The background on this is really one that I want to say that I, 
I fought for in a way because <laughs> I really like time off. I mean, who doesn't like time away from work and to just recoup and yes, just get your mind straight. You know, we all have stressful lives and we need yes. So amen, amen to that. <laughs> Again, within our area, it's kind of hard to offer things for retention. We're in small communities. There's not a lot to do, but we have the great outdoors. It's beautiful here. This is God's country. And people love to camp. They love to hunt. They love to fish. They love to get out and just enjoy the outdoors. So we sat down. We kind of thought about it. like, what's affordable? What's not? Because originally what was happening is we had a paid time off package that was actually called vacation and sick time. You got approximately three weeks a year, but five days that had to be sick time. Gotcha. But what does that lead to? Yeah. Nobody's honest. Yeah. <laughs> they're right. telling you, you know, they're, they're taking their time off, whether they're sick or not. And True. Thought, this is goofy. We want to be transparent as leadership. I love that. Let's make this a PTO package that people will enjoy and appreciate. Yes. So that's where it kind of rolled out from. And you should see the looks on people's faces when you're giving your interview spill and you say, oh, and by the way. You'll get six weeks of vacation at Missouri Highlands. Um, oh. And if you don't use it all, it just rolls over. When you hit 480 hours, we're going to pay you back 100% if you choose to do so. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Man. So it's kind of like the piece of me that's never going to leave Missouri Highlands. I just got You got to have that time off. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. You really do. Because we're not just living to work. Exactly. Mm. I would agree. I um, my, my big thing in life is I would rather enjoy my time off than have a, a big bank account full of money. I mean, money does buy nice things, but my mental stability and overall health, mental health is more important in the end because I can't take money with me when I go. So I like flexibility over, yeah. over money. Um, experience over things is a, a real thing for me. Yeah. Hey, Samantha, I have something that I want to say that's uh, kind of interesting to me. Uh, Personalities and the way people lead their teams, it's a fascinating conversation because everybody is quite different and there are kind of personality types. Some managers are a little bit more, shall we say, rigid than others. And so my question to you really is, how do you encourage these managers to then encourage their folks? Because I'm tracking what you're saying. I'm loving it. And I might even live it yeah. one day. My point <laughs> is that I, you know, for, for folks that I work alongside, I'm constantly encouraging time off, go to your kid's school and do the thing, yes. go to your mom's house and do the thing go on vacation and do your thing. Mm -hmm. But sometimes people are different in terms of, you know, the time that they want their folks at work, you know, um, being very polite here. My question is, how do you have those conversations with those types of managers? What do you say? So that's a great question. Um, And this is things that have honestly came up. You know, I've had managers who are like, so you're telling me I didn't give my proper notice, but you think I just need to go ahead and take the day off because I'm just a little bit stressed out over whatever. Yep. That is what I'm telling you. And you're not going to be punished for that. Um, And reiterate that to your staff as well. And when people come from a different walk of life from that nine to five job where you start out with two weeks of vacation and maybe you have to take that two weeks back to back and that's all you get and it's not flexible it's hard to change that mindset. And then you got your workaholics that don't want to take that time either. Sure. So you have to graciously in a polite way say, Hey, we see that your time's getting banked up. Have you thought about? Yeah. (laughs) Um, And you know, a, a real situation that just happened this week, we had a nurse practitioner who originally had today and tomorrow off. And because the weather was going to be bad, she thought I'm coming to work. Sure. Unfortunately, that didn't happen because her staff had already taken off and her staff were not agreeing to come back because they wanted their time. Mm. She understood that. She said, "Okay, I got plenty of time, so I'll just enjoy my time with my family as well. So it is a mindset change um, all in all. And it does. It it takes time. I can't say that people come in like, "Woo, this is relaxed. And yeah, (laughs) how it's going to be. It's a wall you have to break down. Sure. And once you get everybody on board, it is easier to have those conversations. Um, life happens every day here at Missouri Highlands with all of our staff and with their families. And 
we're that big family. We're that big network. We're going to be here for one another. So we want you taking care of yourself. Yeah. And that's the message we want to get out to everybody. And it's getting, it's, it's there. It's there. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you know what you are. I just got to say it. You are HR, right? You're human resources, but you're a resource to the humans. Absolutely. I always say I'm their advocates. Yes. (laughs) I love that that a lot. Yeah. Human advocates. I like that. We should start uh, uh, to change the name. I mean, I've I've seen some folks, what are they? uh, Chief people officers, you know, things like that. I love that title. I love that title. I'm like, oh my gosh, this this is speaking so much more to the way folks are trying to manage now, you know, being connected with their people, with their folks. Um, you know, I, anyway, that's a title. Um, I love it. Yeah. I love it. You're right. Uh, though. I, I think human resources has got a bad rap over the years. Totally. Know? Sure. HR is walking through the door and everybody scatters, you know, yeah. <laughs> but some are still like that though, Samantha, like a new school, like a, you know, a true resource to the humans. Everything you're saying is breaking down rigidity with a yep. sledgehammer. It's true. Everything you're saying really goes to the heart of it, being a resource to your people. And I just really, I really am enjoying this conversation because some people are still very much scared of HR. Let's just be honest about yeah, it. HR rules, regulations, policy, but you're yeah. doing it differently. Yeah. I have worked with all different types. The, the gal who mentored me into my position, you know, she was an older gal and mm-hmm. her way of doing things was much different. Um, conferences I go to, you can see that generational divide on the way things are now versus how they were then. But then you still hear the same stories of people are terrified of human resources, human resources comes around and it's something bad. It's never anything positive. And that has been a challenge in my leadership role here. And I want to say over the years, I've gained everybody's respect and trust and likewise me to them to where we can have those candid and open conversations. And they're not fearful of their job or they're not fearful that it's going to get out. So I do, I, I, I love that title, human advocates, chief people officer. Uh, yeah. Sounds great. Sounds way better than the HR gal. Sounds <laughs> like you need a new title. Actually, that's what I'm like, thinking. Um, time for a title change. No. <laughs> uh, well, yes, uh, I'm with Natasha. I'm, I'm loving this topic and this conversation. Um, I'm kind of curious, uh, what are some of the improvements that you've seen, like having all of these policies that that are so human focused and people focused, what are some of the improvements that you've seen within the workforce? Like, is there better retention, less absenteeism? Um, you, you talked about transparency with the time off policy. So people aren't, you know, quote unquote, sick for the day. Talk just a little bit more about that, if you would, please. Yeah, I think you opened a a good way to start this. The transparency from my CEO down, she's a very transparent person. Um, That is a culture we have innovated here at Missouri Highlands. It just makes things so much easier. And I I think when you can have those honest but difficult conversations with people, you do break through a barrier and a challenge becomes less of a challenge because you know how to handle these situations. You know how to talk to these people. Yeah. And I, I never, I guess the best way to say is I've never looked at myself as a leader who has a subordinate below me. Yeah. Their coworkers, their peers. Same. Yeah. I think that goes a long way. Yes. Truth be told, when I started in HR, I was 27. And that meant everybody is about double my age. And guess what? You had to hustle to get that respect. Oh, for <laughs> sure. For sure. Right. You had to prove yourself. And So I think my time in leadership is just opening some of those doors to keep things transparent, Mm -hmm. being a a listening ear. When it comes to retention, healthcare is a difficult, difficult world right now. And it's hard to retain people because there's so many other options out there. And that is is stressful. Um, Yeah. You know, we've seen people who've been in their nursing career for 15 years and say, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. But what we want to do here at Missouri Highlands is maybe grow them in an administrative administrative position or give them an option to maybe take a little bit of leave, come back. I think that helps to retain and keep morale. So absenteeism, really, it seems like most people, because the policy that we do have in place for paid time off, we know there's going to be people out, but we have backup 
methods for that. You know, we make sure that we have staff that can cover. And yeah. Not to say that there's not those times where we've been so short staffed, like we just got to close a clinic, you know, due to illness or weather or whatever sure. the case may be. But um, all in all, if, if I turned around and asked our HR manager today and said, what do you think our thoughts are on retention? She's probably going to pull her hair out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just because it seems like we're a revolving door because we're getting back into the groove of what life was sure. like pre-COVID. Sure. But I think the bigger picture is we are seeing improvements every day. It's going to get better. It will get better. I can't sit here and say that we're the perfect organization. Nobody can. Sure. Um, But I think the policies we have in place to be a mentor or a, a growing organization to grow your own internally is always a morale and, and retention tool as well. So that is a really lovely segue to kind of our next topic that we wanted to touch on. And you kind of already did that culture when it comes to promoting internally within the organization. And so, Sam, do you feel that people come to work at Missouri Highlands and feel supported in their personal and professional growth? So this is not just ingrained for kind of the nurse practitioners or the providers that need to take a break, but really across the board for all your employees. Do you feel that this is an offer on the table for each one of them? Absolutely. You can look at our leadership team just to see that. Uh, our CEO was a former CFO here. Mm-hmm. Great. Myself, I actually started out as a receptionist at Missouri Highlands and worked my way up. Our clinic managers maybe have started on the floor as a, a nurse or maybe started as a receptionist and worked their way into a management role. We have scribes that will come and scribe for the docs or practitioners to say, hey, I think I want to be a nurse or a medical assistant and we support them in going to school with, hey, you can work these hours as needed. Um, as long as you want to come back to us, we'll take you any way that we can because you're a wonderful employee. That's great. I think they do feel supported. And true story here, we've actually had staff leave and say, can I please, please come back? The grass is never greener on the other side. Oh, that's right. It's wonderful. Sometimes it's like, oh, we told you so. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Come on back. We told you, but yeah, come on back. Yeah. But we'll take you back. We'll take you yeah. back. So um, absolutely. I think we're really good to support one another in every way that we can. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. It really is. This has really been a wonderful podcast show. I have so enjoyed this. Um, I kind of went into this knowing we wanted to ask you a lot about the hard benefits But I think we've really uncovered all of the soft benefits that Missouri Highlands employees enjoy as well, um, which is always really important to us. I'm taking away the word transparency and partnership pretty heavily out of this, um, which is which is really beautiful. Um, And so I think just to kind of wrap this all up, Sam, I'd like for you to share with us. What are you most proud of as a leader and and what's one thing that you'd really want people to know or take away from this podcast? I think most proud, um, and I, I mentioned it a little bit, is, is probably just achieving that respect from my coworkers and peers. Yeah. When I stepped into a role when I was what they would consider equal to them, even though I don't see it that way, I'm still equal to them no matter what. They, they don't. And things change with people when you go from there to a leadership, a management position. Sure. That is probably what I take the most pride in um, on top of just being able to confidently help people when they need the help. You know, that that took a little bit of growing for me, a little bit of maturity to say, I can confidently tell you this is what it's going to be or this is how it will be. Um, and just having a difficult conversation if that needed to happen. Mm-hmm. Confidence comes with growth, I think. So yeah, uh, those would be my takeaways and leadership for the things that I'm proud of. That's Damn, wonderful. That was good. Sorry, oh, it just man. was. No. I know. <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> the, so, especially so, the growth so and confidence piece, right? Approaching things with confidence. That's just mm-hmm. the key to it all. Establishing right. rapport, respect, trust, trust. Oh, trust. Massive. Yeah. Yep. It's a hard one. You know, people. It's a tough people one. People are complex. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my to word. To say the least. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. You know, and I think stepping out of your comfort zone as a leader Mm. is easier said than done. I can, I can sit here and advise all day. You should do. And that's what I do with my managers all the time. And I'm like, whew, I'm glad they got the backbone to go say it. I'm just glad I advised (laughs) it. Yeah. (laughs) 
Thank you for saying that out loud, by the way. <laughs> yeah. It's true. That's and true. acknowledging that. Yeah. What, what leader doesn't do that every once in a while, you know? Right. They have their back 100% and of course. For what, for of what course. And, and they know that. And I think that goes a long way, too, is yes. you know, I actually, we actually had a director of operations just step in. So she will now be overseeing our clinic managers directly. And their feedback was, you have been the best support system that we could have asked for and a direct, mm. re, you know, provide or direct person to talk with. So great. So, and I said, hey, I'm not going nowhere. I still plan to be here, but uh, yeah. I'll be helping more with your HR issues rather than your management issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's so great. Well, Sam. Uh, I think we're ready to wrap up the podcast show today. And of course, you know, we're going to end with our five rapid fire, quick answer questions. So uh, just relax. These aren't uh, a test or anything. Yeah. (laughs) Deep breaths. (laughs) No, seriously, just, you know, one to two word answers or really if something inspires you that we ask you to to speak on for a few moments, please just feel free to do so. Um, But I think we'll go ahead and get into these questions if you're ready. I am ready. Well, the first question I'd like to ask you is, um, who is your hero? This was a hard one for me to, to think about. And when you think hard, why is this hard? That doesn't make any sense. But I want to say I've, I've been mentored by some pretty amazing women here at Missouri Highlands. And professionally, I would say they're my heroes. Oh, They got me to a level that I never thought. I never seen myself in this position growing up. Yeah. Um, I never seen myself in this position from a small community to where I, I do the things that I do. Um, so I, I would give big kudos that my heroes are probably the leadership gals here at Missouri Highlands who are a support system and, and a, a team builder and always your confidant, so to speak. I you know a little golden girls group. <laughs> oh, that is so wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I love it because, uh, you know, there's a lot of, unfortunate competition that happens between women. And so when you hear of other women lifting other women up, it's absolutely vital. It is. Is it my turn? It is can your I, turn, okay. Natasha. You can go. Okay. So, uh, so Leslie said, take a deep breath. It's going to be easy peasy. But this one, this one <laughs> might hit you. What is your soul's mission in life? That is a good one. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've ever really sat back and thought, what is my mission? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a big I, question. It's a scary one. It is. It is. You know, I, to be really honest, I would say um, finding genuine happiness in everything you do every day. Um, and I know that seems like such a, you hear that all the time. Like that's what everybody goes to, but you really need contentment in your own life to be satisfied day-to-day of what you do, whether it's personal, whether it's professional. I don't know what this life has in store for me. I don't know how many days are left on the calendar for me. So take it day by day, take a deep breath um, and just know that what you did was hundred percent or 110% your best. And if you can put a smile on somebody's face, I think that's a a pretty good day. Beautiful. Thank you. God, that's so good. I guess on the heels of that, what is one thing that you're really grateful for right now? Oh, wow. I have a lot to be grateful for. I would, um, here's a little tidbit. I got a call last night from Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services to do a quick survey to say, hey, we just are doing this for the state. Can you give us some information about your health? Sure. Why not? I know how this works working in healthcare. As she's going down through the list for 15 minutes, there's two questions I answered yes to when it came to a health related issue. And as I'm sitting there listening to all these questions she's asked, in the back of my mind, I think, how many people are struggling with mental illness that maybe aren't honest about this or that are honest about this? How many people are struggling every day to keep their blood pressure under control? You know, what are these results going to be? So I think I'm blessed in the fact that I feel like I'm very healthy. I feel like I have the opportunity to have a means to make sure that my health is taken care of. So I would say I'm grateful to have good health. I'm grateful to have great health care where I live. I'm grateful to have a support system personally and professionally. Um, and I'm just truthfully blessed um, to be able to do the things that I do in this life because a lot of people, they can't. So, yeah, I, I would say that those are the things I'm grateful for. Yeah, those are good. Really makes you pause and take inventory. Yeah, Absolutely. which is Absolutely. important for all of us, you know. I agree. 
Well, I'd like to lighten it up a little. I can. <laughs> let's do something fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so listen, I'm going to mix it up. So, you know, do answer it. which one you want or both. But on the very generous vacation, you know, that's allotted to, to the folks at your organization, if you were to take your, you know, two to four to three weeks, whatever, <laughs> what is, where do you want to go and what do you want to eat when you get there? Oh my. Travel is a passion of mine along with food. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, perfect. <laughs> this is a great question. Yeah, it's a great question. You know, if I could take a month at a time and I had the means to just do it, I would jump on a private plane and I would just cruise <laughs> on over to Europe and check out everything about it. Um, but in a real world, <laughs> yeah, um, you know, get on air United, you'd get to the coach section. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, sit in a yeah. middle seat, have Absolutely. to share the armrest. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> but in a real world, you know, I do, I do like to take time off and my husband and I do travel a lot. Um, probably some of our favorite places we've ever been. And you're going to, you're going to be like, what? I love Vegas. Oh, yeah, you do. That was a left turn. You got the food, (laughs) the fun. Yeah. yeah. Forget it. Um, Yeah. But yeah, we love to go to the beach, too. I mean, we've been to Mexico over 30 times. Um, Oh, my gosh. Yeah. True story. (laughs) That's amazing. You love the beach. Yeah. Just take some time and and relax. Uh, Those are my things that I those are my passions. I love that. So when you're in Mexico. What do you eat? What's your favorite? Like, what's the thing that you've been like? This is so good, I can't even take it. <laughs> you're you're gonna laugh. You're gonna be like, this is generic, but I'm telling you, there's something about some homemade tamales. <laughs> yes, uh, yum. They come straight from Mexico that are made right in front of you. Oh, yes, there is. Oh, yes, there I is. It. I love it. And fun fact: I've actually eaten dehydrated crickets on a. Tour in Mexico. (laughs) Was it? Were they crunchy? They actually taste like saltine crackers. Okay. Oh wow! I love saltines. (laughs) I think I love crickets. Yeah, I'll try anything (laughs) once. I'm not opposed to trying anything once. Adventurous. If you're gonna travel, you kind of gotta have that mentality. So right, right, right. And it's normal to eat that there, right in that region of Mexico. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, That's cool. I'm glad I learned that about you. Well, I have a, a, another fun one just to kind of round us out here. What is one thing that people get wrong about you? <laughs> so, um, closing it out on a high note, obviously. <laughs> obviously. This is a great story. This um, is so fun. I already know the answer. So, <laughs> I actually don't want to know what people think about me. Um, I don't know looking or seeking it because. I might get my feelings hurt. Um, so I had to actually ask my receptionist here at Missouri Highlands. And I said, hey, answer this question for me. And she says, okay, people think you're scary. <laughs> oh. And I said, what? And she I was said, like, no. Maybe, maybe intimidating is a better word. And I said, you got to be kidding. And she said, you asked. <laughs> That's right. And that culture of transparency, y'all put that in place. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I, the only, only thing I can link this to is maybe I'm very confident and I am very candid. I'm very um, what for sometimes. Like, yeah. I don't beat around the bush. Yeah. Uh, we got things we got to do. So that's right. Maybe that's where that comes from. I'm there you sure. go. <laughs> maybe. I think that is so hilarious. I just it love is. that she just laid it out there. Right. And it like, is. I could never from this conversation that it was like the farthest thing. Literally, like you would never guess that from this show. Ever. No. Oh, another fun fact. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Another fun fact. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. This was so, 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 so much fun. There was so much good stuff in here. Thank you, Sam, so much for joining Natasha and I today on the show. Yeah. We cannot wait to, you know, spend some more time with you. I, I'm certain we'll be doing some other things together in the future and just, just, Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you. I've I've enjoyed every minute of it and uh, happy to do it any other time. We're going to take you up on it. (laughs) All right. right. Sounds good. (laughs) Awesome. Oh, Natasha, that was such a good show with Sam. I mean, 
I almost didn't want the conversation to end. Right. I just had so many offshoot questions. That- I agree with you. I mean, I just I knew we were diving into some of the hard benefits that really kind of set them apart and and really make them, you know, that. Yeah. A buzzword employer of choice. But mm. gosh, there were so many wonderful things that I learned throughout that conversation. Um, man, when they were talking about transparency and building a time off mm-hmm. package or or whatever you want to call it for folks so that they can actually be honest about why they're taking time off, because culturally, yeah. transparency is what they're striving for. I mean, it, it's such a mind shift and it's a beautiful mind shift. It really is. Um, We talked a little bit about kind of rigidity and kind of old school practices of the human resource Mm -hmm. field. And I just really feel like she is she's breaking it. Right. She is. She's breaking it down and she's rebuilding it to something that is truly a resource to the humans in her organization. I really love that all of her decision making in terms of the policies really comes from a place of employee first. Yes. What's going to be in the best interest of the employee. And if I was an employee, these are the things that I would hold near and dear. These are the things that would help me show up to do my job. These are the things that would allow me to feel appreciated, celebrated and invested in. So she's always looking through the lens of the employee and her employees are partners as well. So we talk a lot about partnerships, you know, by way of vendors or, you know, business solutions. But really, it seems to me that her employees are also partners in this endeavor of providing care to their community. So she celebrates her partners. She invests in her partners. She's building policies around what's going to be best for them and their families. And I think what that's doing is building a really strong foundation for Missouri Highlands. And from that foundation, they're able to do amazing work in their community. Strength-based work, not deficit, strength-based work. Oh, that was so nicely said it just absolutely beautiful i you know in in when you say the words appreciated celebrated invested in mm. missouri highlands did that for sam too i mean it's just yeah she talked <gasps> about right. i mean oh my yeah, gosh that's just, right full so much, circle a full circle full yeah. circle and just so yeah. many good things that so much goodness i hope leaders that are listening today can take away from this Gosh, if nothing else, look into that preventative care model that they're doing for their staff. Just Mm, mm. beautiful. Just just a beautiful thing. I mean, life changing, life saving, right? Life saving. Life saving. So not only is it really kind of innovative in terms of fiscal responsibility, keeping costs as low as possible. But but the point here is the human always, right? Being true to her philosophy and her ethos, human first. And that preventative care piece is it's innovative, it's thoughtful, and it is life saving. And, you know, in some instances, so, you know, she's doing a lot of good work there for her people. So much good work. Yeah, really. And I'm so thankful that she shared that she laid it out on the table for us. At, she really did. Yeah, she did. And it was fun and easy. So fun. So easy. I want to go to Mexico with her now. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> well, uh, everyone, thank you so much for showing up to the show again. Um, we are always thrilled to have you here. And until next time, please take care of each other and yourselves as we learn today. Mm. It's so important. And we can't wait to see you on another show of the Benefits Like a Boss podcast. Take care, everyone. Benefits Like a Boss. Today's episode was supported by Nonstop Administration and Insurance Services. Nonstop believes that healthcare should be affordable and accessible. If employee health benefits are a workforce or financial challenge for your organization, visit us at nonstopwellness.com.